is starting. Oh, here to count down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hi, this is Ivanya Easley with the Closet Chronicles. I am the CEO and founder of Love E Fashion and Style by Love E. This podcast is all about delving a little deeper into different fashion professionals' journey. And today we have a special guest, another personal stylist, wardrobe stylist, all of the things. Drew is here to tell us her story, her journey, and of course, share gems. And tell us all about what made her fall in love with fashion, how yes. she started working. Welcome, Drew. Thank you so Hi. much for being here. I am so grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Of course, of course. So we're going to get right into it. Of course, um, you know, tell us your name as far as uh, your business name, what kind of styling you do, and of course, how you even got started into it. So a little bit into Absolutely. your story. Absolutely. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Drew Nicole. I am the founder and owner of Curated Image Design based in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm a personal stylist. And what I like to do is help my clients transform their wardrobes through authenticity. I work with a lot of high-performing CEOs and women and men who are just looking to transform and change their wardrobe from life, really. Um, so yes, that's who I am. That's a little mini introduction. But how I got started, I've been in fashion and merchandising for nearly 25 years now, um, starting wow, in you retail. You really enough to be doing that for 25 ah, years. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I started, of course, in retail. And then I found a love for visual merchandising, mm -hmm. being able to really put pieces together, proportions, color stories, yeah. dressing the mannequins, merchandising the tables. So I fell in love with that um, and began in that lane. And then I took a break from visual merchandising in retail. And I got my start in styling by assisting a celebrity stylist here okay. in the city. Okay. Um, and that went from assisting with her. And then I jumped back into merchandising as a brand manager for some of your household name brands. Okay. Um, and then I've decided to really embark on my own during the pandemic, um, start my own journey in personal styling, which started with styling different photo shoots. Mm -hmm. And then I eventually got with clients who were interested in me, um, being retained for styling services for them. And here we are today. I love it. I love it. Do you feel like, the experience definitely helped you before you stepped out on your own by being able to work one in retail, but also the visual merchandising, the assisting the celebrity styles, all of the things. Absolutely. I mean, as you know, as with life, as you go through life and journey through life, you take bits and pieces of life to help you grow, to um, help you move forward in anything that you're trying to do. So my work with visual merchandising definitely helped me as far as um, styling and proportions, mm -hmm. body types, understanding different body types, um, because outside of just doing visual merchandising in the stores, I'm also helping assisting customers yes. with picking and pulling different things, um, showing them what silhouettes will work with their body frames and type, um, different colors that will work with their skin tone. So being able to take that information yep. from visual merchandising and then when I became the assistant for the celebrity stylist 
it, I learned the celebrity world in a different way. Yeah. Um, and the business side of what it yeah. looks like to be a stylist and getting the jobs and working with your clients one-on-one, providing certain type of experiences um, so that your clients always feel like they're the only one and they're special. Um, and taking all of those elements, I've taken bits and pieces of that and been able to implement it into my business now. I love that. And that makes a lot of sense. And I think I feel like, um, you know, people that are even us ourselves, before we start doing it for a living, you have an idea of what it's like until you actually get into it. And some of it is the same, but it's a lot of it like, oh, I didn't realize this, 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 this. Yes, absolutely. It is definitely a learning journey as you go. (laughs) Um, The learning never stops. It's almost like healing, doing self-healing, like the healing never stops. The learning and growing never stops in, in, in working for yourself and your business. Exactly. Totally agree. Totally agree. What do you feel like is a common myth about the fashion industry because i know for me a lot of people are like oh my god you get to shop with other people's money all day or like you get to go (laughs) to fabulous events or you get to go and hang out with celebrities or or all this just glamour 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 like it's an episode of rachel's out and i'm Mm, like you know If, oh, if, look, if, if, you, if you're old enough show. to remember the uh, Rachel Zoe show. Yes, I used to love that show. Girl, me too. That reality show. Yes. yes. On, it was on E, right? Yes, so. yes. Uh-huh. Mind yes. you, that was also when Rachel was already ex- completely established, working with people yes. on the red. That's not the same yes. as building your business to that point. Mm-hmm. A Absolutely. team of assistants, the whole nine. She could just show up in her flowing captain's. And be like, yes, yes, so put the belt on over there. and da, 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 da. Correct. Correct. It is not that easy. <laughs> Ma'am. Okay. So, yes. What is a common myth you feel like that people have about this industry? Um, one of the common myths that I've run across a lot is that it's a luxury, it, although it is a luxury service. Yes, yeah. you provide an experience that is a luxury experience. Yeah. It's not just celebrities and, and wealthy people that can afford styling yes. services or that need styling services. Yes. Um, anyone can afford and do does need styling services yes um because you with with us every day especially when we were back or especially when i was back in corporate a lot of the times we had that same uniform and black blue brown baby correct correct (laughs) but and we couldn't really introduce any personality or anything fun into it and when you have creatives like us Showing our clients just how to take that same uniform and and add in their authenticity and personality. Sometimes you need that outside person like us to come in and help you do that. Yeah. Um, so everyone needs a stylist at some point in yes. their life, a personal stylist at some point in their life. Even if you are working with them for a specific time period, you, yeah. you, you're the goal of the stylist and the job of the stylist is to also educate you exactly. so that you know what works for your body type mm-hmm. and how to import that personality into your wardrobe. So it's not that plain, dreary, black, brown and blue. Yes. Totally a cosign. All of that 100% makes perfect sense. I actually have a client paying me to do that on Monday. Like, hey, I'm not ready to make the investment of what it takes for you to go and do it all for me. But if you could just pay, if I could just pay you to come over and look at my body in person 
Mm -hmm. and just give me advice on what I need to be doing, where I need to shop. Let's just start there. Absolutely. That's the first step. That is the first step. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, What do you feel like is one of the most important things you've learned thus far? Now, mind you, it's not like you've been doing this 50 years, but (laughs) my thing is, and neither have I, but we've (laughs) all learned stuff, whether you've been doing it a year, two years, five years, you still have learned a lot because we're learning, like you said, all the time. So just Mm -hmm. what do you feel like is one of the most important lessons you've learned thus far? Mainly is being an entrepreneur. Now that you're doing it from the entrepreneur side versus assisting or even doing it in retail. Yes. One of the biggest things that I've learned is two things, convenience and experience. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves to have things easily done for them, um, things to be convenient, convenient for them, because like us both, we both have clients that are in high powerful positions. Yeah. So their time is very limited. So being able to provide an experience that is convenient for them, that is seamless, that is a no brainer. That is the, the meal, the the number one thing that I have learned in this entrepreneur space. So I am always on the go with finding new ways to up level my experience, to create even more convenience and give my clients their time back. Yeah. Most definitely. That white glove service, especially, like you said, the kind of clientele that we work with, as well as the more of the kind of clientele we want, their time yes. is limited. So whatever you can do to make their life easier, they're going to be willing to pay for. Yeah, absolutely. And have that, um, like you said, amazing experience. What do you feel like is a challenge um, that may be in the past, maybe current or just in general, but what do you feel like is a challenge as being a fashion professional? And this- it's helping them get back their time is a gift and a curse that is also the challenge because even though we are helping them with giving them their time back taking the wardrobe off of their minds and helping them to organize things a little bit more seamlessly in their closets yeah they also don't have time to make decisions or help make decisions about wardrobe or because they're they now have this this uh, an enormous amount of time now that they can do spending other things that is is helping them be more productive in their everyday lives and lifestyle um so a challenge is also kind of nailing clients down to uh i'd be like once i get you i can get you but it's like trying to harass like follow up cause like hey i just need need you to let me know like did we want to go with this one or that one like yeah and it's always so innocent like you know oh my gosh drew i'm so sorry i just this just completely i was just so busy i was just so busy but i'm busy too i'm trying to knock lock your stuff down so i can move on to the next person or you know make sure you cover while i'm trying to juggle the other people make sure nobody slipped through the cracks because yes. you have the time to carry now. Yes. I had a client last week hit me. No, a couple of weeks ago hit me talking about some. Hey, uh, where are you at? I was <laughs> like, you rescheduled your appointment. Remember? <laughs> oh, I never changed it on my calendar. Her appointment is tomorrow. She thought it was, I was like, you reached out to me. Luckily, she me versus calling. I was like, yeah. uh, Miss Pat, you reached out to me last week and said you couldn't do it because you were leaving town. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. You see, it's all that time they have now. <laughs> I was like, ma'am, so I'll see you in October because that's what you changed it to. She was yes. like, yeah, because you're not normally late. So I was just wondering where you were at. I was like, no, this was you, ma'am. 
yeah, it happens. It happens. But yeah. the chat that's a being able to nail them down is a challenge. Yeah. And um also just keeping everything together, still being a one woman show. Yeah. Um, making sure that I have all my ducks in a row at yeah. all times so that each client is having that same um, white glove experience exactly and feeling like they're they're your only client when you yes. get like 15 of them or whatever the case may yeah. be at one time depending absolutely absolutely because everybody wants to feel like they're the only one when you're working with them nobody want to hear nothing about well i gotta go shop for such and such or i got this for, it's about me baby. yes yes absolutely. especially at these rates so mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> Be like, yes, I cannot reply to another client while I'm with this client. They gotta wait till I finish. Yes. Um, what is an important piece of well, I won't even say this, but what is a piece of advice that you would give someone who wants to do what we do um for a living? Like, what's one of the tips? I mean, I'm sure it's more than one, but what's one thing? Yeah, that there is more than just starting. <laughs> um hmm. I would say the one of the biggest ones is to really start to put yourself out there and it looks so differently in this space of social media I found that TikTok is a lot more um you get a lot more views a lot more impressions so I don't think it's regulated by the algorithm yet no it's not so I mean I think that that will probably be if 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 you are looking to really market yourself and put yourself out there on the social media space first, mm-hmm. I would suggest TikTok just because of that. It's not really algorithm uh, uh, operating on the algorithm just yet. Um, and then also just getting involved, going to the events, doing the things that, that you do. You be in the street. <laughs> <laughs> yes Look, you know somebody hit me in my dm was like girl your energy is amazing i don't know how you it, i was like but it thing, is though but it the really thing is, is when i'm not on social media that means i'm resting so like y'all mm-hmm. ain't seen me since sunday okay <laughs> I'm resting. and i'm working from home i'm working on next year i'm working on the thing so mm-hmm. you i am out when i'm out i'm out but when i'm in i'm in okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah get it out there um going to um fashion events networking yeah. events and just introducing yourself letting them know your service is looking like yeah. the part yeah don't yeah. come up there in bonnets and all the things make sure you look like a stylist or who yes. you are uh or who you say that you are and yeah. then present in that confidence i love that i love that uh, what is um, a productivity hack that you have found to be useful thus far as a um, entrepreneur? Oh my goodness, this is terrible! It's, and I shouldn't be on it all the time, but my phone is my productivity. <laughs> my phone is glued to me. I have two of them, and I is it is. It's, See y'all I, with the two phones. My hat's off to y'all because it's enough <laughs> to keep up with this one. So I can't do the two. If I got not, two lines that all ring to this one phone, okay? Listen, if if it is not on my calendar, I like it doesn't my calendar is my best friend. So that if it's not part. on my calendar, it don't exist, unfortunately. Like it, everything has to be on my calendar. Don't um, let me forget to put it on my calendar. Okay. In the, the specific time, I I make I take a look at my calendar on Sundays, every Sunday yeah. night. 
to see oh, what I had. Yes, to see what I got with the with the week coming up, and then each night before bed, I'm I'm mentally prepping prep preparing for the next day. So I'm taking a look at my calendar, see what I have going on, like. Yeah, it I'm all confirming people like, are we still mean? Because if we not, I need yes. to know I'm to free up that space and where I'm gonna put something else there, or rest, or do something. Yes, all those things. I go work out in the morning, so that yeah. helps me with my productivity as well. Making Agreed. sure that so I do I. Um, adequate rest, eating yeah. well, because you know I'm getting older. I can't be eating all the things, girl. Um, so yeah, just just trying to stay healthy and. Yeah. And um, because we we do a lot, we're always on the go and that can be very exasperating and exhausting. So making sure that we're taking care of ourselves first. Yes. One of the things that helps me with my pour from an empty cup. Yes, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I do love that. And, you know, everybody's about the soft life now and mental health mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. than what they were back, you know, when it was just, oh, you can sleep when you die and hustle, hustle, hustle. Yeah, so yes. I'm glad that mentality is shifted. Whether it's shifted or not, for me and my house, I need some rest, okay? Yes, <laughs> so me too. I, I go a lot, but I also make sure I get the rest that I need. So mm-hmm. I, I completely feel you and agree on all of the things, which is probably why we connected the way we did. Uh, yeah, so, um, synergy yes for sure I love and look it. and what I will add to this is that we are both stylists yes I'm interviewing her um I don't believe so much as the competition we do do the same thing we do target a lot of the same type of clientele mm-hmm. not the same client but I believe it is good to build a tribe of uh fellow entrepreneurs not just um, designers and clothes or people we need access to but also people that do what you do so y'all can share or you can vent to each other because the store owners and boutiques don't deal with clients the way we deal with clients and it's okay to have stylish friends and not feel like uh we're gonna take something from each other correct correct and i love that about our budding relationship career building it's been a breath of fresh air i tell you the truth yeah, uh, same, same, because I've met a lot of stylists and it's like, okay, yeah, we cool. I'll see you in the street, but we ain't about to be friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stay over there. Yeah, okay? that happens sometimes. That happens sometimes. So, uh, you know, what God has for both of us is for us and that's what it is. And we can um, build a relationship regardless. Because I actually have a, another stylist friend that just moved here from LA and we're probably oh, nice. next week or whatnot and same thing it's like you can run stuff by somebody who is in your same industry sometimes and talk things yeah. through maybe even get a different perspective or be like oh that's what you do maybe i should incorporate yes. oh, you're using different that hack things. or that app or this uh-huh. app. Uh-huh. yeah yeah, How you gonna Listen, learn? You the three of us, the, the three of us should do lunch when she moves and settles in. We should do. Oh, brunch girl, lunch she here and settled, but she been back and forth. Uh, she has uh, got clients in France, uh, like she's doing oh, a lot. Okay, so gotcha. she's here, and we met for breakfast once since she moved here. But mm-hmm. she's been traveling a lot. But I will mention that to her because I actually yes. texted her this morning as well and was like, "Hey, are we still meeting up next week?" But I want to say she just got back from LA, so she. She probably still sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look Not at that. that I think, I like, oh, you know what? I looked at her Instagram after I'd already texted her. I should have let her uh left her alone because it looked like she just got back from doing a big photo shoot in LA. And look at a sidebarring as if we're not recording. I know, podcast. right? Anyway, that's, a, that's another conversation. <laughs> Moving on to the next question. Uh, <laughs> if there was anything else you could do in the world, this is more of a fun question. 
if there was anything else, what would you be or what would you do? Because somebody told me they would be a hip hop artist. I was like, really? Really? I, I can't see it. Somebody um, no. I was like, oh, that's random. <laughs> I would be a travel influencer blogger. Like if I actually like doing content a lot, I would <laughs> I would do that. I would because I love to travel to see the world and we have that in common too. That's gonna be yes. my retirement job. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to be, but see, I want to be a travel consultant. Like, I want to tell you. So, yeah, if you go to Thailand, do the, 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 I don't want to plan your travel for you. Yes. I don't want to book nothing. I just want to advise you on what to do. Well, let me, let me correct do. it a little bit because I really don't like doing content. So, I don't know. Like, I, I just want to travel like they do. <laughs> However, it is that they do it, I want to travel. Like a lot of it do. is content driven. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's probably why I'm a stylist because listen, I don't have to do too. My client's content is my content, so I don't have to basically. do too much content. Basically, yeah. No, but no, I feel you. I love the travel as well. I was supposed to leave town this weekend, but I was like, let me sit down. Um, and yes, get some and rest. Mm -hmm. Get some stuff done, and then my last uh, couple of questions is, um. I always ask this and people can answer in whatever way makes sense for them because everybody learns different. But what are either three books, three movies, or three podcasts? Or if you got some for all three categories, then you can tell us that you feel like are uh, helpful or that people should read or watch or listen to um, for fashion or business or both. I'm a podcast listener. Okay. Um, I'm all three, so... <laughs> I'm a podcast listener. I love listening to, well, this is not fashion related at all, but it keeps me up to date on kind of what's going on in the world in 30 minute bites. But um, the daily uh, by the New York times. Oh, okay. I'll take the daily skim. I get their email and it gives me oh. an update on what's going okay. on in the world. Cause I hate watching the news. I feel like it's so depressing. Yes, it is very depressing. So I'll read so I at least am aware of what's going on in the world, but I don't want to watch it and let it soak into my spirit like that. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, that I listen to a lot of different um, self-healing and meditation um, podcasts. There's not any one in particular that I go to. Mm -hmm. Um so just a variety of those. It just depends on my mood and what the topic is about uh, that I choose from. And then a third one, I, there's a couple of different entrepreneurship um, podcasts that I listen to. The Social Proof Podcast is a really mm -hmm. good one. Mm -hmm. um, Social Proof, I found out how oh, I've been dibbling and dabbling into learning more about real estate. Okay. Um, um, so land, there's a land wholesaling, uh, podcast by a young woman named, uh, Miss Derby. Okay. Um, that's been really insightful and really good as well. So yeah, I'm trying to expand my mind, yes. my portfolio, yes. you know, doing all the things I love styling. Um, but I know in the long run, when it comes to the retirement talk, I'm not going to want to be running, ripping and running around all the time and hopping on airplanes and stuff. Yes. <laughs> so yes. Um, I'm just really into uh, exposing myself to different lanes and avenues, different things that will continue to bring me peace and ease yes. 
and um, making sure that I'm filling myself up with that type of thing. I love it. I love it. And that's a whole nother uh, look, podcast in itself is not even just as a stylist, but as an entrepreneur in general, no matter what business you run, how do you retire yeah. from yourself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you planning for it now? Because it's not like we're spring chickens. No, I yeah. my friend, I'm not a spring chicken. I'm about again at this point. <laughs> again, like, that again. looks like a spring chicken. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> yes, yes. But I was like, I'm in my hen mode right now. <laughs> she was like, you're hilarious. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> but no, I definitely feel that. I love all of what you shared today um, and just Thank about you. growing. And like you said, self-healing and filling your own cups so that you can fill the cups of all your clients because it is a lot to be servicing people even though what we do is a luxury service not a necessity like food but yeah yeah it is a service that you are pouring a lot of your time and energy your time and energy as a business is dedicated to other people and making sure that they feel look good and that you know they're taken care of in that manner absolutely um, so absolutely and just being able to see the joy on their faces when I know. it all comes together. That's my thing. My clients like to twerk sometimes. Some of them twerk. <laughs> they twerk when we get it right. And it's just yeah. such like a, it's, it gives gives my, my it just makes me feel good. It's just I like do too. A hit when they something. tell me about the compliments, girl, I got yes. so many. I be like, that's what makes me um, feel really yes. good. I remember like they never got compliments before they started stepping it up. And mm-hmm. as a woman, it's kind of like, dang, really? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I love hearing about the compliments yeah. all the time. And I think that was part of the reason I love personal styling more than I love working on set. I mean, it's mm-hmm. cool to see your name and credits, but you don't get to see how it made people feel the way yeah. you do working with people one-on-one. Yeah. They got that promotion. They got that job. They got that contract. They All of that is like, oh, you know, this is why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. absolutely any final thoughts that you would like to leave the people with as well as is there anything coming up that you would like to share of course when we do release the podcast we will tag you so that people can listen to it and you can share with your own audience as well yeah i would say if there's anyone ever interested in up leveling their or elevating their style and their wardrobe to start small start with your closet first i can guarantee you that you have pieces in there that are 10 years old and just folded or hanging up in the closet so i would start there first just releasing pieces that no longer serve you and start going into the stores to get a feel for what makes you feel good. When you look at it, what makes you happy? If yeah. when you touch it, do you like the way it feels? And start adding more personality into your wardrobes. And if you need help, hire one of us. We yeah. got you covered. <laughs> yes, definitely. And then what would you say, final thoughts for people that want to, I don't want to say be us, but want to work in the industry? Um, keep keep going at it. Definitely put yourself out there. Um, work on yourself. Work on um, anything that you feel like that you need to in order to step outside, out step out there, and be confident enough to show up as the stylist that you are, and just start making introductions. Um, I really got into it, not so much by pushing social media, but it was really word of mouth. One client, Girl, five. 
Yeah. Um, and that was all because of the level of service that, you know, that was provided. So just get that one. You get that one, you do great work. It'll all start to fall into place. Most definitely. Uh, Yeah, because majority of my best clientele has been word of mouth referral. Me too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Networking. But I will say social media is the least way I get clients. Me too. I social media for brand awareness so that you know I do this in real life. Yes. It's not where I'm like, oh my God, if social media goes down, my whole business is water. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be. Because if Instagram stops today, then what? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, are they, you know, are they, uh, what is it that happen to certain people? They like uh, delete their page or mm-hmm, you have to start all mm-hmm, over and mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. kind of, I'm definitely more of a real life person. I mean, part of it is because I remember when social media didn't exist. Didn't exist, so right. Mm-hmm. I'm old school in that factor of like, I haven't been building my business from social media because when I started it, there was none uh, except for like MySpace and stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. two. I am a real life and just referral person. Even the client I'm going to see uh, next week, she's a referral from a client I worked with like years ago. I hadn't even thought nothing about her even thinking yeah. about me. And yeah. so she's like, hey, I want to introduce you to my girl because you helped me. And so I want you to help her. So the people become ambassadors for you that you've already worked with. Yeah. Yeah. And then those clients, even if it is a one or done, one and done service, they eventually come back. I've had that happen several exactly. times. In here. Clients that I worked with two years ago are coming back and like, hey, I got a photo shoot. Can you stop? Yeah. Me? Sure. Exactly. So, yeah, just just you got um, the people that need you regularly. But then you got mm-hmm. the people that are your one offs that will still come back when they need you versus yes. going to somebody else. So I so love that's it. Why it's so important to always, <clears throat> excuse me, show up and do great work. Definitely, definitely. Well, I look forward to our next meetup. I won't say it um, online, but um, we discussed it. So (laughs) I will see you then at our designated spot at the designated time we agreed upon. (laughs) I will let you know when this goes up. And okay. we will chat soon. Enjoy the rest of your day. And um, good luck with the big jobs you got um, You got to do for the next you. couple of weeks. Thank you. I appreciate you. And thank you again for having me on. 